just before I go on and on with the rest of these YouTube episodes. Pigeons. Oh, the cat. Get out of here. Up the fence. We've got a black cat. It's after our chickens. And it just made the pigeons scatter. What makes this, the pigeons make that little squeaky sound as they take off? I always notice that. I have no idea. It's almost like the air that are flapping. Uh, is it, you know, there's a little musical tune that they play as they take off. And I don't know if it's the effort of flapping that makes their, you know, pushes wind past their vocal cords, or whether it's actually um, their wings that are playing that tune. But there's a brrrr, you know, as they take off. But we've got this evil black cat. Beautiful. Oh, and it's stalking our chickens. Our silkies. Every day I get a black cat walking across my path. Um, that reminds me of Joan Armour Trading. Uh, not because she's black, you know, like the cat, you know, but for another reason altogether. Actually, her blackness is absolutely irrelevant. I forgot she was black, actually, until I just mentioned that. Um, I've fallen deeply in connection with Joan Armour Trading. Uh, I've been listening to nobody else for about a week. Um, I think I might have even fallen in love. Um, she's teaching me how to feel. Uh, but the reason that that black cat reminded me of Joan Armour Trading, uh, because you know, being a black cat walking past me. For some people, that's superstitious. And Joan Armour Trading's got a song, I'm Lucky. And uh, the song pretty much goes, I'm lucky, I can walk under ladders. I'm lucky. Yeah. I can have a black cat walk in front of me and it doesn't affect me. Yeah. And I made this point in one of my episodes too. I've got something in common with Joan Armour Trading on that front. Yeah, because I challenged God. Uh, recently, in another episode, to take me away that night as I slept. Yeah. And I said, you've got nothing, God. You show me you've got something, God. You've got nothing. You can't even take me away. Yeah. And lo and behold, I woke up. And even if he had taken me away, he wouldn't have proved anything to himself anyway because I would have been gone and I wouldn't even know it. Yeah. Um, and then, just for good measure, I, uh, I challenged the devil. Yeah. And um, this is a form of walking under ladders. It's really important. It's something you should do. Now, otherwise, you're a slave to superstition, as Stevie Wonder might have put it. Um, but it's actually a really important point, and this is not why I've fallen in love with Joan Armour Trading. You know, the fact that we are both lucky, because we are, um, we have risen above superstition. I, I assume that what that's what that song means. Yeah, I'm lucky, she says, because I can walk under ladders. 
Uh, and um, I love that song. I love everything that Joan Armatrading does because I'm deeply in love. Well, I'm deeply in connection anyway. Uh, she wouldn't go after me. She's got a girlfriend already. <laughs> uh, but um, she's teaching me how to feel. Joan Armatrading through her songs. I, I, I really am. I'm taking and and which songs? All of them. All of them. I'm going through her back catalogue. You can do that now that we've got the internet. It would have taken me months to save up for her records back in the day. But now it's all on Spotify. Family account. Anyway. Um, so Joan Armour Trading is teaching me how to feel. Uh, she rises above it all. Not just superstition. Um... She's singing about what I've been talking about. Uh, um, she, it's very personal what she's talking about. She's talking about um, having a connection. All her songs pretty much are about her having a connection with the real someone else. You know, uh, she's rising way above. Her background, her race, colour, creed, her identity group, her the fact that she's British, you know, British West Indian, as she is, um, and all this sort of stuff. She's rising all the way over her... She's rising above her gender. She's rising above everything. Uh, above her gender identity, even. She's rising above absolutely the fact that she's a woman. I don't know what she's rising above, but she's rising above it. And... She's making a, con a connection with someone. She's speaking about someone. It's usually about someone. Now, the interesting thing is, that someone she's writing about, you know, she's got a song, I Love the Way You Are. Now, she might be talking about her girlfriend, but she might also be talking about herself. She's one of those, um, you know, with rock and roll and pop, sometimes who you say you're talking about is not who you're talking about. Um, look, it's art, you know. Um, but she's she is getting in touch with the real person deeply, you know, beyond words. And this is why it would be great to be a musician because you can do that via music. It's not about just the words she's saying, you know. That's just a vehicle. Um, uh, what was I talking about when I started this episode? I actually forget. I wasn't going to talk about Joan Armour Trading especially. <laughs> it's just that I'm in love with her. <laughs> so it, in, it has ended up being about her. I wish I could rewind this and find out what I was talking about at the start. Um, but uh, no, no idea. Uh, having said that, because <laughs> I don't know what I was talking about, um, it was something about an endless stream of YouTube episodes. I remember saying something about that. Not YouTube. Uh, yeah, YouTube episodes. I almost forgot because I used to do podcasts, you know. Um, and I was saying, these aren't for you. They're for me. Did I say that? If I didn't, I had it on my mind. Um, now, I've just done two episodes prior to this one. Whatever I was talking about, I'm going to talk about this. And I called them Skit 1 and Skit 2 for want of better titles. And um, 
and uh, they were for me too and not for you now but the thing I would like you to do for me is one day when I've got Alzheimer's or Alzheimer's one day when I've got Alzheimer's you know, and I'm a vegetable <laughs> and the real me has actually died or partly died who are who are you Charlie yeah but when when I'm you know not me anymore uh, when my ma mind is you know when I'm getting mental blanks and all, oh I got a mental blank just before maybe I'm on my way but when I do get you know when I go into one great big mental blank uh, when I'm old you are old Charlie that's what I would have told myself when I was 20 hmm. but what can I say I honestly think I'm prettier now than when I was 20 I could be joking um but I'm not actually um when I'm old and I'm in a nursing home dying of coronavirus or something yeah no nah, yeah oh, don't put me in a nursing home just just shoot me <laughs> if coronavirus is, if covid-19 is still going on by the time I get to 99 110 I reckon I'll still be good till I'm 110 you know brain wise because I'm firing on all cylinders but when I get to 120 um don't put me in a nursing home just put a bullet in a, you know and I'll have a smile on my face uh, a slight look of shock at the last instant but you know uh, but just 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 put a bullet in my head uh, yeah I don't even like fish fingers you know there are people who run nursing homes I'm actually in a certain business in my life you know so I know things <laughs> I'm in health disability and all that and all that stuff yeah and justice I'm in justice you know uh, yeah I've, I'm vaguely in those sort of areas and um, don't put you know forget about the nursing homes you know because you can get someone and they can be really you know, people are making money off nursing homes they're driving around in flash cars and all that sort of stuff and they're whinging you know because um the price of feeding the old people has gone up from four dollars twelve as a unit price to four dollars fourteen you know and they're just and they're in big meetings and they say you've got to get the price down to four dollars twelve i can't afford this four dollars fourteen bullshit <laughs> yeah petrol costs money um, you know, um, 98%, you know, the good petrol, you know, for my jag. <laughs> um, anyway, what was I talking Oh, yeah, when I'm old, you know, and my brain is no longer firing on all of its 12 cylinders, because my brain is a V12. Yeah. Um... Can you play the previous two episodes that I just made to me? Uh, they're not for you, they're for me. But can you play them back to me? You know, just put them in front of me and just, you know, and I'll just say, my God, you used to fire on all cylinders, Charlie. You know, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, you know, but I, I wouldn't mind having a look back at those. Yeah, you know, 
at that point in time I get to in my life when my brain has gone to mush, just like my uh, my uh, my peas <laughs> that they've mushed up for me in the nursing home because they put me in there anyway, even though I didn't want to go in there. Give me more fish fingers, bit. Actually, when I'm 110, I'm just going to say stuff like that. Hey, bitch. <laughs> and I'm talking to that bloke over there, the nurse. Yeah. Bring me an extra fish finger. <laughs> this is going to sound terrible, what I'm going to say next, but power. <laughs> you can exert power. Or I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> that's terrible. But that's what you can do, you know. You can exert power. And you'll have to clean me up, you know, because I've lost control of my hands. So get me another fish finger, bitch. <laughs> and then he comes and whispers in my ear. I'm the only one on duty. And I'm not going to clean you up for the next eight hours. <laughs> Check out. Oh, I didn't even shit myself anyway. <laughs> you did, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> but when I'm old... <laughs> can I please have another fish finger? <laughs> can you please take me somewhere and throw me in the bath? Um, can you put me up against the wall and hose me down, please? <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, but when I am old... And playback, skit one and skit two back there. Sorry that this um, episode's a little bit distasteful, you know, compared to my usual high standard. But, you know, I just did two episodes just now, and they were called skit one and skit two. I might as well call this skit three, because I've cracked a few jokes already, you know. Um, accidentally. Uh but um, play those other two episodes to me. Don't play them to yourself. I don't want you to go back and listen to them. I don't even want you to listen to this. You know, these are all for me. Um, uh, because I want to be reminded of a time when I had swagger. You know, it's actually a really good feeling um, when your brain is firing on all cylinders. Because my head is popping at the moment, at this stage in my life. Yeah, I'm thinking fast, I'm talking fast, as fast as I want to anyway. And I don't even know if I'm making sense, but the point is my synapses are popping. Yeah, I may be speaking a whole lot of rubbish in these episodes that I'm making, but what I do know is I feel alive. I feel so real. I feel irrelevant. <laughs> but now what I'm getting at is um, in the previous two episodes, I know one thing. I may have speak, been speaking a lot of crap. Yeah. Uh, however, I felt alive. Yeah. And I felt like my brain was firing. Even if it was firing in a very bad way. You know, and, and talking a whole lot of garbage. At least my brain was alive. I feel so alive. You know? I feel so real. Yeah. When I'm making these episodes. And I enjoy them. That's why I'm making so many. You know? Uh, they're, they're just fun. Do you know it's fun being alive? It really is, and it's fun. It just, it's just fun when you're awake. Yeah, not woke. Yeah, woke. 
when you're woke, that normally you're just parroting what other people are thinking and all that sort of stuff. When you're woke, I mean, it's nice and it's good, but it's a bit boring. But when you're awake, when you've had a good sleep, when you get a good sleep every night, as I do, because I sleep the sleep of the just. Uh, when you're awake and your brain is alive and firing, and you're even in lockdown, but you're your love and life and all that sort of stuff, you know. And I've been looking at the sky and all that, and it's so blue. Except for the white bits, the clouds. But they're even nice, you know, because they're really white. Um, it actually is beautiful. Uh, but um, it's a wonderful feeling. I, I, I get it when I'm jogging sometimes. I don't jog as much as I should. It's a lockdown thing. But even before then, I wasn't jogging as much as I should. Um, but sometimes when I'm jogging, um, suddenly I just get this little burst of energy and I feel like sprinting and jumping over things, you know, park benches and things like that. And you do, it's crazy. Even at 57, which is how old I am, sometimes I'm jogging, you know, just jogging around, just moving along and, um, and suddenly, oh, I feel like Superman. I know this sounds crazy, you know, but suddenly you kick, you know, you get this, feel strong you know and you feel fast and you just and you sprint for a while and then you go huh! <laughs> you're nearly dead but it's just this um you get a surge i don't know what it is is it adrenaline or something but you get something kicks in and you just da -da -da, da -da -da. you know I'm, i know this is sounding stupid but it's not for you it's for me play this one back to me too you know so i can remember a time when i was truly alive and not not sitting here in my sh own shit <laughs> through a miscalculation <laughs> serves me right yeah. because I was once um, I was in a uh, yeah I'll say it I was once in a um, I was I was in a a pitched battle with a guy with an intellectual disability once when I was about 22 yeah and we were fighting we, uh, we were in the uh, M1 in one of the institutions, you know, and um, and he was trying to um, pull apart all the bundles. Do you know what a bundle is? <laughs> it's where you bundle up all the clothes ready for the next day. And he was trying to tear them all apart, the poor bloke. And I, so I, and I, I tried to stop him. And we were in the um, linen room, and uh, and and he grabbed a pair of jeans, and he had un unbundled them and I grabbed the other side and he grabbed the other side and we're pulling <laughs> at each other. We were on the same terms that day. There's a fine line <laughs> yeah, between resident and staff member sometimes. Anyway, we're both, if only you had the video, we're both pulling. <laughs> Give me that bird jeans, you bastard. <laughs> and he's like, oh, fucking Staff member, you're no different than me. You've only just got a key. <laughs> That's the only thing that separates us all. Yeah, whether you've got a key or not. I thought I've still got the key. I stole it. Yeah, when um, Kalula shut down, I kept two keys, the big ward keys. You know. Anyway, pulling on it. You know, we're pulling on it, and then the bastard let go, and I went crashing backwards, and it got me on the funny bone. Is that called the humorous? It's not, you know. And I, and now, even to this day, and it's this one on the right, and I, 
there's always something there to remind me of that bloke. You know, that's why I haven't forgotten him, because sometimes I bump it like, ah, I remember that moment. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking of that song, always something there to remind me. I saw a comedy once, and this woman came out heavily pregnant. Yeah. I think she had a, a pillow in there, you know. And she she was dressed, you know, she had a cheap skirt on all that something. I walk around, I walk along the city streets, you walk walk along with me. I can't remember the words to the song. Da da ba da 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 forget you girl. Cause I and then she started with the big balloon in her tummy, you know. Oh, and something there to run <laughs> You know what? Pregnancy Oh god. Hilarious. Anyway, um but what I'm getting at with all of this Oh I remember M one, my first shift in there. A bit of time has gone by now, so I can tell you. Um we used to sleep on the wards. Yeah. Uh, at night, active night. You're supposed to be awake, minding the residents. Um, now this is terrible, you know, and I actually laid off someone many years later uh, for doing exactly what I did myself. So I'm a big fat hypocrite, you know. Um, and, um, but you know, I would have been laid off had it been against the rules at the time too. Uh, but what happened was the charge nurse because um, I was only young, came in, and uh, it was my first night on active nights. And uh, we came in, and uh, one of those big institutions, you know, with the high rafters, you know, heritage building, you know, back in the 1800s and all that sort of stuff, you know. Um, and um, he said to me, welcome to, welcome to M1. <laughs> Medication time. And he said, um, there's a mat there's a mattress up in the rafters. I went, oh yeah. And he, he said, up there, you know. And I, I looked up and you could just see a bit of foam peeking, peeking out, you know. So what he was saying is, have a sleep, because, you know, when I'm on active night, he's the charge nurse, I have a sleep too. So it's very important for me, for you to have a sleep too, because we don't, we don't want any conchies coming onto the uh, onto the ward and not being team players, you know. And, uh, all right, I'll go to sleep, I don't care. You know, I was young, and I was partying every night anyway, and, um, or every day. And, um, so, in the morning, he came in. Anyway, so, yeah, that was the code, you know, a bit of a wink there and all that sort of stuff. The mattress is up there in the rafters, which is about one and a half, two stories high, you know, and there's a ladder going up there. You know, it's a loft, you know. So, um, I came in, uh, yeah, he learned, bye-bye charge nurse, you know, and he left, and then I'm all by myself with about 35 residents. All right, everybody, go to sleep. How you going? Blah, blah, blah. Do you want me to play a song for you on my guitar? And you know, none of them can even speak. All right, I will then. <laughs> Gave them a concert, you know, sing them songs and all that sort of stuff. You know, captive audience, that's what you want when you're learning rock and roll. And um, so I play them a few tunes and all that sort of stuff, have a bit of fun, blah, blah, blah. You know, this is late, you know. 
and they, they all sort of seem to be drifting off to bed. <clears throat> Time to get some kip. Yeah. So I had the word. Anyway, so I went and had a sleep, which is really terrible. They were unguarded all night in the residence, you know. And um and um in the morning the charge nurse came in and I was sound asleep still, which is fine. You know, it's a sweet a sweetheart deal between the charge nurse and the staff. And um and the charge nurse came in and said, Damien, I'll use my real name for this, you know. Damien <laughs> I have to actually swear, you know, to so that you know get the feel of the thing. Damien, where the fuck are you? Anyway, I'm up in the rafters, you know, <laughs> and, um, you know, I picked it. Oh, hello, I'm, <laughs> I'm up here. What the fuck are you doing up there? <laughs> then you told me, you're supposed to bring the mattress down, you dickhead. Oh, he never trusted me again for simple, you know, tasks. <laughs> I was naive. You know, but I became a real activist for disability rights and all that sort of stuff, you know. This is why you can't judge someone. You know, because I, I turned into a real saint. And I'm still a saint to this day. You, know? you never can tell. You know? Anyway, um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, with this episode, well, this can be skit three now. Yeah. So play skit one, skit two and skit three to me, but not to you. It'll be of no interest to you, skit three and skip two and skip one, but play it to me when I've lost my brain, because I wanted to be reminded of a time in my life when I'd go for a jog, and uh, suddenly I would just get that surge and that feeling of being alive, and then I'd just sprint, and, and I'd feel so good, you know, and right for that moment you're an Olympic sprinter. And you are, in your mind. It doesn't matter whether you are or you aren't, but you think you are. And the same thing happens with thinking. You know, sometimes I'm just thinking of stuff. Oh, there's a nice sky with lovely clouds and all that sort of stuff. And, and suddenly you have ideas like I have in these three skits. And you're thinking and you're talking and you're talking and you're thinking. And it might all be a load of crap, but there's one thing you know. You've broken into a sprint. Mentally. You know, even if what you're saying is a load of crap, you've broken into a sprint, and you are, and you just know that all your synapses are firing, pop, 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 you know, and and you're feeling so happy and uh, relaxed, you know, because you can only ramble like this if you're relaxed and happy, and um, what you've done is mentally you've broken into a sprint, even if you've got no brains. You're still sprinting. You don't need to be smart, you know, to break into a mental sprint. That's what I'm saying. So play these three skits to me, you know, just as a, an act of kindness for an old bloke, you know, who's approaching 100, you know, approaching his ton, and uh, <laughs> and he's not winning the battle, you know, with Nurse Ratchet over there. Right? And give him a fish finger. Chuck him a fish finger, will you? Still fast. Yeah. <laughs>